Morpheus cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, and I'm back with my pal from Cali, Taylor Wells. What's up, man? Nothing too much. Just uh, getting used to a colder California. It's not something I'm quite used to just yet. Yeah, Crimea River. Um, it feels like it's been a minute since we uh, since we put out a show, hasn't it? It does, but lo and behold, we just had the biggest news drop of all time, so I think uh, uh, yes. it's kind of justified. Yep, so for everybody listening, um, obviously we didn't put out a new show on Monday because we had a special Nintendo Direct edition that we put out on last Wednesday, February the 13th. Of course, a little game called Link's Awakening was announced for the Nintendo Switch during that Direct um, so we broke down the direct for you. We gave our opinions about Link's Awakening, and uh, the dust is settled, the smoke is cleared, and uh, there's a lot of different opinions already about Link's Awakening, the remake, and uh, we're gonna go through some of those today with you guys and just um, pick apart some of the comments that we agree with, disagree with, and, and offer you our two cents and. Uh, kind of steal from our brothers over in the Hyrule Compendium and ask the million-dollar question of, is this the game that we wanted? But before we get there, um, I wrote something for the website the other day, and I was wondering if you had a chance to read it, Taylor. It's basically a, an editorial asking, how much do you think Link's Awakening on the Switch is going to cost? And I know that we kind of touched on it last week, but uh, I was just wondering if you had a chance to, to glaze that over and give us your two cents on it. I was able to touch on it a little bit. I need to finish it because it was actually really, really interesting. I, I, I was liking a lot of the, the points you were coming up with uh, in terms of, like, kind of the insights in, into what may or may not happen. And I think that a lot of people were also responding well in the comments section and trying to piece together this little puzzle we have going on until we get some new information from Nintendo. So the, the premise of my article and my viewpoint on it was basically this. I just don't see Nintendo charging full price for a Link's Awakening remake when on the same console they have full price Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is like probably about 20 times the game that Link Awakening is, if, if not more. So my, my train of thought was this. Either we're going to get a discounted price Link's Awakening... Uh, probably somewhere in the same price range as uh, Metroid Samus Returns for the 3DS. Probably somewhere around that price range, because when you look at them, they're two very similar games. Game Boy remakes that were built from the ground up, redesigned, refined for modern times. Um, or, second option being, is that they're going to add in a buttload of extra content and bump it up to a uh, a nice, a nice uh, I guess, what is it, 60 American for you? It's 80 Canadian for me. Yeah, it's about 60. Yeah, so the the second option was definitely the more exciting to me. Um I really I think there's a lot of uh potential in that game. There's a lot of areas that you can explore. Um you could dive deeper into the dream world of of Link's Awakening. So I was really hoping for for some extra content versus a cheaper Zelda game. But um, I guess where where do you fall on that, Taylor? Would you rather have kind of that that discount Zelda experience in that 3DS price range, even though it's going to be a Switch game, or you know, are you hoping that they go bananas and add in a ton of extra stuff? 
I'm definitely hoping they go bananas. I think we've gotten quite a few remakes now where they've made a lot of like quality of life changes that are really nice, but we haven't really got anything super, super significant. I think Majora's Mask kind of went halfway with that. And I, I did end up liking a lot of like the really quality changes, like the, the note, uh, sorry, the note, the bomber's notebook change was phenomenal. I think that was probably the best change that they made in Majora's Mask 3D, but I definitely want some, I want something more. I, I, I want like kind of how Link's Awakening DX, uh, added the color dungeon to Link's Awakening, I, I kind of want something similar with with this new iteration of of Link's Awakening. And and it, like it's not unprecedented to get uh, enhanced remakes, I guess. Um, going back to my Metroid comparison, you have Metroid Zero Mission, which added in a bunch of extra stuff after the original NES game ended. You have um, Samus Returns, which added in a bunch of extra stuff after the original game ended. And uh, you look at Pokemon, one of the biggest. Um, one of the biggest series that Nintendo has, and they're, they've had a tradition of, of putting out some modern remakes like uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green, uh, Soul Silver, Alpha, Sapphire, Omega Ruby, whatever the heck they are. Um, and all of those had just like a buttload of extra stuff in it. So I really hope that they go in kind of a similar direction with this game, because I think that the, the world of Link's Awakening is just so ripe for more. And I think that there's a lot there that can be uh, that can be explored. Oh, for sure. And I mean, we're also talking about a game that has not been, you know, a thing amongst the general populace for what thirty years now, twenty five years. All right. So, without further ado, let's uh, let's go over and. Give our two cents on some of the most interesting comments that we've heard in the last uh, week and a half now about Link's Awakening. Um, these were taken directly from Zelda Dungeon's comment section of the announcement post, which is pinned to the side if you want to go and check this out. Um, I don't think that I'm going to list off names of the specific commenters, um, but I do want to dive into kind of what they said and see you know, where they're coming from and if it matches up to where we're coming from. So, Taylor, are you ready? It's almost like the reverse question episode where instead of questions, it's comments and we're going to try and uh, deflect them. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So this is a response to our managing editor, Rod, saying that he really liked the art style um, and that he challenged everybody to come at him. So the first response is, okay, I come at you. It's adorable, yes, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like Link's Awakening. This game was quirky, sure, but it also had a subtle Twin Twin Peaks-like sense to it that I don't get from this art style. Uh, Taylor, you're going to have to help me out. I haven't seen Twin Peaks. What's uh, Have you seen that? I haven't either. I was kind of actually hoping you would. Uh, you would have oh, been boy. able to see it. So, for, Okay, for my very, um, very I... limited understanding, it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a... Um, Almost like a Stranger Things vibe, where like things don't seem quite right in this uh, small town kind of vibe. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what they're going for. But I could be totally wrong. I'm sure someone will tell me if I am. Uh, continuing his comment. In jumping from the style in that sleek anime intro to that art style, going from a fully proportionate link to a chibi model with dot eyes, 
It just doesn't work. Now, actually, I do think that there is some merit to this particular comment. It is quite a contrast to see the intro and then see what the game looks like. Yeah, it's it is weird. It's definitely jarring. Um I think a couple of people have mentioned this repeatedly like throughout the Facebook comments through uh, our post here um on Z- on zeldadungeon.net and it's something that occurred to me too because I remember when we were talking about this announcement before I was saying, you know, that anime intro cutscene kind of just makes me really yearn for, you know, a, uh, a li- like, not maybe not a Link's Awakening specific anime, but like a, a Zelda anime in general. And I think that that transition immediately to the gameplay of Link's Awakening was definitely, it, it was odd. It was, jarring is probably a really good word for it. Um... And I, I guess in the, you know, in, in our, in our fervor after the art style came out, I almost forgot about the uh, anime intro. To be completely honest with you, um, you know, I, I do think it would be, it would be cool. But then, I mean, you look at, you look at the anime art style, and there's just so much of it, especially from Nintendo. Like you got all of Fire Emblem, you got all of Xenoblade. You, you know, there's just a lot of that type of art. So. Anything that can stand out from the pack, like this claymation style, um, Link's Awakening, I, I really like. But I can de- I can definitely appreciate where he's coming from. It's almost like dangling a carrot to people that are fans of that art style and one of that art style, and then say like, "Nope, here you go instead." Here's it's kind of like what they did with Space World 2000, having the realistic Link again and fight, and then drop Wind Waker. I was on them. just about. To... Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I mean, Nintendo's done it, it again. If nothing else, this. We've said this, you know, a couple of times now that this is definitely feeling very Wind Waker 2.0-ish. I think this time, though, there's at least a precedent. So, whereas before with Wind Waker, like, we didn't really kind of expect that dramatic shift, especially after having, you know, Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess. Or, sorry, not Twilight Princess, uh, Majora's Mask. So. You know, having that 3D style and then going straight into, uh, you know, the cel-shaded kind of chibi-esque look of Wind Waker was also somewhat jarring. But at least with this one, like, if you compare the graphics of the original game, especially in certain moments like in uh, LADX with the, the pictograph, this has been mentioned a million times by everybody, you know, it... It looks actually pretty close, pretty similar. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see the uh, the beach scene in a full kind of anime cutscene ish because I I figure like you got to have that scene, you know, in high def, right? Like that's got to be the scene in that game. See, I I am wondering that is with with this remake, are we also going to get, you know cutscene versions of some of those those pivotal story moments um I, and will I think it so. be a, a, do you think it'll be in the same style as as that intro cutscene i think so i think that makes sense to me you know what i think it'll kind of be like actually is and maybe i'm just saying it because i just finished playing it 
But Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 9, they had those um, those FMV videos or whatever that would play during important cutscenes, and obviously those were far beyond the graphics at the time, so they they really kind of, when those when those were playing, you knew that that was an important story moment, so I, I think it'll kind of be the same thing in Link's Awakening. Or, or a Chrono Trigger is a good example, too, of a game that was uh, had some, some cutscenes spliced in at a later re-release. Yeah, and in that case, I can kind of see where I would kind of agree with with this guy about the art style because you know if if you're playing through the game and you have you know the regular the chibi art style that they're they're going with and then it suddenly transitions into the full-blown anime style it it it's going to be weird and it's going to feel odd and and I know there were there are many people saying, well, you know, if you if you think about how Link's Awakening's story kind of plays out and, you know, the fact that most of it, if not all of it, is pretty much just a dream, you know, the art style is really fitting. But if that's also the case, then wouldn't the, the cutscenes within the game uh, that take place within Koholint and within the dream, wouldn't they also be in that chibi style and not... You know, in the in this anime. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, that that that's something that recently occurred to me. Yeah, when you when you were pointing out that maybe we'll we'll get additional cutscenes. Yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, maybe um, you kind of have that as the real world. So I I never even thought of that. I really like that uh, perspective, though. I think that that actually, now that you say it, makes a lot of sense. And wouldn't that right, be cool if that if... visual style was used to differentiate? like the real world and the dream world. Yeah, exactly. That, but that's the big question too. Is like how would they render those cutscenes if it's not in the in the realistic anime style? I I guess realistic anime style is a weird way of saying it in in an anime style. Yeah. Well, I we all knew what you meant, but yeah, I, I guess it is weird when you think about it. More realistic, how about that? Um yeah. So d- definitely a lot to unpack there a lot of uh, a lot of like cool concepts and ideas that I think they could go for and I really hope that they expand a little bit more about the graphics I'm sure that we're not done talking about it but we're going to shift over to something else really quick the next comment was uh, there I'm going to break it down in two parts I'm so glad that this is coming out for the switch and not the 3ds like past rumors said yeah me too to be honest like I uh, I bought a 3ds game not that long ago, and um, I was playing it, and it, there's just... I think that three, the 3DS is one of Nintendo's greatest consoles ever. Bar none, you can put it up against anything, and it'll stack up just fine. But, um, I, you know, after playing the Switch, playing the 3DS, uh, just in terms of, like, I don't know, how it how it feels and, and how it holds, to, to me, it's just, I noticed it. And when I was playing this game, I was like, man, I wish that, the, you know... They would have had Shanti on the on the Switch eShop because I would have just bought it there. So it's I'm I'm glad that this is not a 3DS game for sure. Although it would have probably solved the price problem, and uh, the fact that it isn't probably means that the 3DS is like officially done, which is sad in a way. We'll get to those. We got a couple of those comments definitely along the way, but. Uh... I, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Like, I I think the 3DS is 
pretty much done at this point, and I'm I am glad that that Link's Awakening remake is coming to the Switch. I I originally thought it was going to be for the 3DS, and then as we started talking more and more about remakes and things like Skyward Sword HD coming out and all that jazz, it it really started to strike me as like, well, if they really wanted to do a full-on remake of the game, then the Switch would be the logical choice to do it on. How they would accomplish it, I had no idea. Uh, but I, I'm definitely glad that it's coming to the Switch. I think that... Yeah, I, I really only play my 3DS nowadays to play Majora's Mask 3D and, and Ocarina of Time 3D. So, uh, I, I think it's definitely... Be, you're going to be playing those a whole lot more here pretty soon. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, it, it never it never occurred to me that this game would come to the Switch. Uh, like, as, as listeners of this podcast will know, I just was so... To me, it was such a... It, it was... It was like the same game as Samus Returns in my eyes. And to have it come out on anything other than the 3DS just seemed super weird um, and, and unlikely. You know, I, I think that you could probably get away with charging for an HD remake of Skyward Sword. I, I think you get the same value in that and that it's an expansive big game as, as Breath of the Wild. But to me, it just seemed odd that they would go for such a more, um, I don't want to say miniature, but condensed experience. And, and no less a great experience, by the way. I want to make that absolutely clear. The length of a game does not determine its quality, but, you know, be that as it may, when you pay, when you pay a certain price, you expect a certain amount of um, hours back for it, I guess. But uh, anyways, I, I, I just, I had a problem seeing that alongside Breath of the Wild, and I still do. Thus, my editorial available on ZeldaDungeon.net right now. So, yeah, I, but that yeah. being said, I'm super glad that it came, it is coming out for Switch. Um, this is one I hadn't heard before. Shameless plugs. I know. <laughs> I know. If you want to hear more shameless plugs, check out the archives of uh, the Champions cast over on Podbean. This this was one I hadn't heard before. Um, he continues with his comment. Otherwise, I'm kind of mixed at the moment. I think the music sounds awful, and Link looks like an Earthbound character. I can't say that I particularly noticed the music one way or the other when I was watching the trailer and I think obviously that's because I was so focused on the art style and and the fact that it was happening at all I don't know I think it sounded fine what about you yeah the music was not something I was actually uh, like paying super close attention to either I think um I think I was too I was too grabbed by the by the intro scene and then the fact that you know we had this brand new version of Link's Awakening A coming to the Switch and B that looked the way it did. Uh, I think music was the last thing on my mind. Um but I think it's also really interesting. Yeah, he and he he specifically points out like his specific reasoning was was that they included a recorder in it which he later clarifies to be it's a clarinet uh according to some uh another poster and he says that he the reason that he it rubs him the wrong way is because it's a, it makes everything sound like it's made by and for children and i i think that's really funny to be said because you know originally this series you know, probably was not necessarily directed towards kids. Like, I can't imagine 
you know, e- even though I was four years old when I first played The Legend of Zelda, I don't imagine too many, you know, people around that age actually getting into it and, and beating it without, you know, some significant help. And I required significant help to beat it. So I think it, that's a really interesting point because I think the Zelda series now has evolved to a point where it's both marketed towards children and adults. And it's not just targeted towards one demographic or no demographic. It um, it definitely struck me as an as an odd comment. Um, I because he he went and likened it to uh, to the Yoshi series, which is definitely a series that's kind of aimed at a younger audience. Um, I don't know. I just I didn't see it, but I I also I guess I just didn't notice it one way or the other. So I uh, you know I'm music wise, I just don't think we've heard enough to weigh in one way or the other. Is my take right? For sure, and I think we haven't, and because we haven't really heard some of the more iconic tracks from Link's Awakening, such as Telltale Heights, yet, we, I don't know if we can really make that judgment either. This was another weird one, um, another comment that I just, I don't know, I, I thought was strange. Um, not sure I dig the chibi style, and it looks really slow. Does this game look slow to you? Yeah, I, I, from- I don't know, like... I, I, I don't know. I, it, well, it's been a little over a decade, maybe, and some change since I played Link's Awakening. So I don't think that I. But I don't. I okay. That aside, actually, forget forget even that. Like coming from the standpoint of you're translating a two D game from the eight bit era to a two point five slash three D version. I don't know that you can really make a comparison in the speed, at least at the level that this seems to be coming from. But that's also kind of why I, I was looking at that comment and saying this is a really interesting comment. And I wonder right. what, you know, say maybe someone who plays this game really, really regularly, you know, within recent times uh, would say about that. Cause, I, I just thought it was an odd know, comment I, because, like, you, all you have is, is one video and you're like it's not like you race through Link's Awakening like you're the game doesn't move exceptionally fast no Zelda games move exceptionally fast for maybe the exception of Breath of the Wild when you're running so it seemed like an well, odd I mean most of the game. 2D games well also most of the 2D 2D games played at roughly the same speed like if you go from uh Link's Awakening to A Link to the Past they're not terribly different in their speed especially if you go from like say Link's Awakening to the Oracle games like they're you know, maybe the maybe things are slightly faster, but it's not something that I think would make a huge bit of difference. And the only thing we really have to compare this one to is, I want to say, a link between worlds. And you know, I granted I was not looking specifically at that aspect, but I don't think I I noticed a a speed change between say a link between worlds and and this version of Link's Awakening. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It seemed like an odd comment to me, uh, but I guess, as everything else, we'll see as more is revealed. This was a comment that uh, I actually responded to, because I just thought that it was kind of off-base. But I'm going to read it, and we'll break it down kind of as we go. So, the comment goes, I hope Nintendo isn't so incompetent to have one of its four biggest franchises, and really, 
only one of two that you can realistically get multiple games per system, unlike Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. I'm assuming he's talking about Mario and Zelda here. Uh, I'm hoping that they wouldn't be so incompetent to have one of its four biggest franchises go five years between a 3D game. I know that's been typically the timetable as of late, and yes, Zelda games are always delayed, but it's lack of titles which killed the Wii U. Aren't they supposed to have learned? So, I feel like this is completely off base because comparing the Wii U to the Switch already is just like comparing an asteroid to uh, to a rock that I just picked up and threw. They're they're not even the same league. Uh, I think the output for the Switch, what his comment is kind of implying is that they're rushing out this game just so that they have you know something to put out for the Switch. I think if this game wasn't announced and you didn't have Link's Awakening come out, the Switch would be completely fine. They're going to have a huge 2019 already with with the games that they've announced. Um, so I think that that comment is pretty off base. And then... Uh, there's, <laughs> go ahead. There's no question that the Switch has been a successful console for Nintendo. I mean, it's pretty much already blown the Wii U out of the water. and but It has honestly, every single metric. Yeah, so honestly speaking, you know, it really doesn't make sense to me because for for another matter, like, they don't need to release, like, a brand, uh, you know, a Breath of the Wild-style Zelda game every other year to keep their Nintendo console sales going. I mean, we've got so many franchises. There have been so many amazing games, and there's been so many, so many amazing third-party releases on, on the Switch that have sold quite, quite well. For example, Dark Souls Remastered. I think that you would say the problem with the Switch is that it has too many games. Like, there's too much to play, and it's hard to find those good games to play because there's so much other stuff on it. If anything, I would accept that as an argument, but not not that Nintendo needs to pump out first-party titles or else the the system's going to collapse in and of itself. You know what occurs to me now, uh, like reading through this comment again, I wonder if if they're kind of speaking from the standpoint of how when the Switch first launched, there was kind of a, a little bit of a dearth of titles for it that were like readily available or, you know, these big name titles. And then over the course of a year and a half, two years, it's, you know, it's opened up its its library by a significant portion. I wonder if uh, they're under the impression that because they went from like zero to hero in a matter of you a know year what, though? and some change. I, I don't even agree with that. I think that when the Switch launched, yes, there was like a, a three or four week period where there was pretty much only Breath of the Wild and Bomberman. And that was about it. But A, everybody that was buying a Switch on day one was going to buy Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is a game that's going to take you longer than four weeks to, to fully beat anyways. And then see, like after that, you had Mario Kart, you had uh, Splatoon, you had um, Mario Rabbids, you had Xenoblade, you had Odyssey, you you just had like hit after hit. So I I just don't accept that argument that there was nothing to play on Switch and it came out. Right, and and that's what I'm saying is like I don't disagree with you on the premise that the Switch had a strong, you know, a strong lineup and still does to this day. I think. From their perspective, maybe they're thinking that, you know, they're rushing this out because they have had, you know, 
title after title that's come out within, you know, three or four months of each other. You know, you had Breath of right. Wild, then as you said, you we had Splatoon, and then we had Odyssey, and, you know, this year we've, we've had a number of titles as well, including Smash Ultimate, and next year we're getting Astral Chains, we're getting, um, uh, why is my, Fire Emblem? So it's like these Luigi Luigi's Mansion. There's there's. I I, I wouldn't say that they're rushing. I I think that they're releasing them at the perfect moments to capitalize on their monetary investment. And I don't think the games are suffering for that either. No, and the second part of this comment is even more asinine. Uh, Use the Breath of the Wild assets and get something out for 2020, lest Switch sales wither further. As if the Switch isn't selling like absolute hotcakes. Um, would that be historically fast for a 3D Zelda game? Sure. But the reality is, for Switch to continue its success, it has to happen. And if that means doing things differently in development, it's time to change. Unless Nintendo has some new IPs they're developing that can fill the 4 to 10 million sales void a new Zelda game would bring. So, just to debunk that pretty much immediately, the 4 to 10 million in sales will easily be covered by Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, and Fire Emblem alone. Right there. Easily. And to suggest that they rush out a new 3D Zelda game, I I don't know. I I think that that's exactly the opposite of what you I kind of see where he's... I kind of see where he's going with this, though. Now now it makes a little bit more sense because they're talking about basically... What we were just saying is like they came out with literally their greatest hits in a year and a half, and I guess they're worried that they've got nothing left in the tank. But you and I both agree, you know, we've still got Metroid Prime 4 on the horizon. We've got uh, Fire Emblem. You've got Mario you Maker, know, which Crossing. is going to sell multiple million copies. Animal yeah, Crossing Mario is going to sell multiple million copies. Luigi's like, it just goes on and on. I think if, like, if there was nothing that we knew that was coming out soon, absolutely. I would agree with this. But I, I don't know. I, I just think that it's, uh, it's an unjustified swipe, I guess, at Nintendo. And their and their lineup of Switch games, which, which looks incredible. And and plus, you know, if if they were really desperate, all they have to do is just wave their hands, and voila, we have Skyward Sword HD, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's that easy. So uh, I don't know. I I think that the whole comment was kind of off base, but um, to each their own, I suppose. Uh, the next comment kind of makes me sad, and we touched on it a little bit. Listen, hear that. That's the sound of the final nail being driven into the box holding the 3DS line. <laughs> All that's left is to eulogize and bury it. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. No arguments here. As I said before, I really only use my 3DS now for two different games. And, or two similar games, actually. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, so I, I don't... I do want to tell this guy... We're going to do a 3DS show sooner rather than later to commemorate this yes. system. So That that, uh, that seems like a good and fitting end. So let's uh this is actually kind of a positive comment. So I'm just going to I'm going to skim through it. We don't really have to touch on it since I think we both agree with most of uh, what Johnny is saying. I didn't know what was going on with the waves until I saw Link and got goosebumps. Shout out to that. Been waiting for this remake forever now. The art style was a bit too childish, but I don't even care. I've learned to accept all art styles when it comes to Zelda. Shout out to that. Wind Waker was fire. Shout out to that. 
Just hope the music is on point. Some of the best in the series with Ballad of the Windfish and Telltale Heights. Can't wait to run around with Chain Chomp, go fishing, get a Yoshi in the crane game, steal items, and get the th- get called Thief, meet the frog. I'm excited. Shout out to all that. Nice positive comment. The, this is the comment I think that is probably one of my most favorite from that uh, from that article detailing this news announcement because it, it, they just really really sum up everything you know all, all the great. small things that just make Link's Awakening so great yeah yeah uh, this was this might have been my favorite comment <laughs> finally a real Zelda game real dungeons real Link. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> i had to put that i, I don't know if he's you. being facetious or if he isn't i'm sure that there's a lot of people that probably agree with him because there's more people and you listeners would probably think that just uh take a giant dump all over breath of the wild whenever you bring it up so real dungeons baby they're coming back 2019 yeah next comment finally getting some classics yeah. back um so this is this is an interesting comment i really enjoy link's awakening that i still play on my game boy this was an unnecessary remake i'm a huge fanboy and this may be a pass for me um i don't know if i believe this particular commenter i think that uh, you know for me if uh, if i was just like disgruntled that they're remaking this game instead of making a new game and said that i wasn't going to buy it i'd probably cave and buy it anyways I can I can understand his vantage point, and we'll get into this a little bit when we close the show here. But I did I I, I think it's an interesting and valid perspective. I, uh, you know what? As we said previously, you know, to each their own, I guess. But you know, I I I don't think remakes are inherently bad. I. I really enjoyed Ocarina of Time 3D. I really enjoyed uh, Majora's Mask 3D. I really enjoyed A Link Between Worlds. Yeah, I know people are going to say it's not a remake, but, you know, it's pretty much a Link link to the Past in a more modern style. And That's not a remake. You know, th- there's there's nothing bad about it. Hey, look, I if you can fire shots, I can fire shots, okay? But, you know, it, it's they're not bad. And, you know, then you have Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD and everybody yelling at me saying, hey, you need to play Wind Waker HD because it fixes a lot of things that you have problems with with Wind Waker. I'm like, you know what? Cool. So if these if these remakes can kind of give me new perspective or, you know, another shot at enjoying these classic Zelda titles that I've grown up with and, and played for 20 plus years now, like, I'm all for that. I don't I don't understand why there's there's a side of the fandom that's just like so anti-remake especially when it doesn't really take away from the main series zelda games still in development well i think that that's why people are anti-remake is because they're under the impression that um if you're working on a remake that probably means you're not working on a new zelda game which uh which as we know is, is obviously not the case um this is an interesting comment from uh, from somebody I announced this a month ago, and Andy himself said that it was, quote, just a rumor, end quote. Looks like I win again for being the bigger Zelda fan. <laughs> Roll Tide to you, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Which is funny. I don't remember anybody announcing that. Even before Maybe that, I was saying that it was coming out, so. 
That that is true. Um, next comment. Do I get the title now. Of the of the biggest Zelda fan? No, you don't get that. You just I dumped all so. over Wind Waker for the last month. No, heck no. Yeah. Uh, the, I also said it was a great game. <laughs> uh, next comment. Sorry, this is not going to age as well as the Wind Waker. The reason Wind Waker aged as well as it did is despite its cartoon look, it has far better details than this piece of blank. Wind Waker, for example, if Link went into the water, he would remain wet for a bit. He had a water meter so he could swim a bit. The Forsaken Fortress, while it was a maze, actually had a logical pattern to it and you could map it out. Pretty uh, pretty harsh words right there, and uh, kind of based on not a lot, I don't think. I, I think that, you know, claymation is a, generally speaking, is a pretty timeless art form. See, my issue with this comment is, like, you can't really say something like that and not kind of direct your attention towards games such as Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass, which have... For the record, probably the worst graphics for, you know, Zelda games since the really early 8-bit 2D Zelda games. And that's not to say that, you know, the graphics are, or the art style is terrible per se. It's just that when you only have so much hardware to dedicate to it, you know, you can only do so much. And in the case of Link's Awakening Remake, they've done leaps and bounds, and it's not about aging as well, it's... Like, this is a classic game for a reason, and I don't think, you know, ch either changing the art style or, you know, re remaking the game, even if they were to remake it as an 8-bit, I don't think it's going to change how, how popular it is amongst people who, who played it before. Yeah, I, I think that that's, uh, I think that's pretty much right on the money, so it's, I don't know, comments like that are, are just strange to me because you... It, presumably you've played Link's Awakening and you know what a great game it is. So, I don't know. I've always been of the opinion that who cares what it looks like as long as it's fun. So, And I know that everybody's not like that, but um, that's just kind of where I'm coming from. This is, uh, this is a fun comment right here that you pulled, Taylor. Uh, I'm just thinking, the logo may look like Breath of the Wild in order to tie it to that game the way the original tied to Link to the Past and used its logo... Maybe this time they'll twist it into an Eventide Island PTSD-related nightmare. Shout out for uh, creativity there. There's so much there. to unpack with this comment. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty. That's good. That's good. Except I guess that Link has clothes in Link's what? Awakening, so he can't be on Eventide Island. That, that's true. As far as we know, we can't make Link naked like we can in uh, Breath of the Wild. So. Maybe not Eventide Island per se, but uh, it it would be really interesting. I think if they if they were going for that kind of thing, I don't know that it would make a whole lot of sense timeline wise because Breath of the Wild is supposed to take place, I guess, after Link's Awakening, or if all the random craziness regarding the timelines to be believed, you know, at the end of every timeline, which I don't think anybody believes. You know, it's. I I think it would be interesting, but I don't know that that's. I thought that it was neat. Yeah, I I think I think we might be reading a little too much into the the whole logo title thing, but I liked it. 
Um, yeah, I, I think he's right in a sense. It's definitely to kind of piggyback off the success of Breath of the Wild, and I'm sure that that's uh, pretty much it. But cool theory. I like it. This is uh, this is a nice comment. It's probably the nicest negative comment on this entire list. Um, Travis says, Looks fun and will probably play, but I definitely prefer Zelda's in which Link is more adult-like or the gameplay is similar to that of Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, or Breath of the Wild. Link's Awakening might be a good intro to the Zelda universe for my kids, however. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Everything about that is pretty fair. Yeah, sure. I think, you know, we're we're entering a day and age where, like I said, Zelda is being marketed more and more towards, you know, everybody. And I think that everyone has something that they can find and enjoy with, with the Zelda series. And it's kind of cool that we're getting games like Link's Awakening being remade like this so that a younger audience can enjoy it, can enjoy some of the classics that we enjoyed when we were the same age. So this is... I, I'm right along with this guy on that one. Yeah, me too. Um, another kind of uh, nice n- negative comment, I guess, in a way. Um, Gina says, I'm actually not really offended by this. The game is older and has a great story. I just hope this isn't going to turn into a slippery slope where they would rather remake slash re-release games instead of considering making new ones. Can't have them doing what Bethesda does by cash grabbing and re-releasing the same game every time they need money in the bank. So I don't think that that's really fair. Um, I, I do think that there's this mentality among certain people that a remake takes away from a new game coming out when that's not the case. Uh, you know, Grezzo is the team responsible for the uh, 3DS ports, and obviously... You know, they they were working on those while Nintendo was building Link Between Worlds and they didn't conflict with each other. And, I, I, you know, it's the same thing going forward here. So I wouldn't be surprised if another team was at least helping Nintendo with development on this. On Link's Awakening, I should say, to be specific. Sure. I, you know, there's only one thing I'm going to really address in this comment, and that's this analogy with Skyrim and... Look, the only Zelda game that you can even remotely compare to Skyrim's re-release structure is possibly Ocarina of Time. And that's really one of the only games in the Zelda series that has been released anywhere close to, or re-released uh, as anywhere close to as I don't even. I don't even think Skyrim. so. It's only been re-released once. I mean, the Master... Uh, uh, boy, I'm having a brain fart. Not the Master Mode. What was the one on GameCube? Yes, Master Quest. God, thank you. Uh, Master Quest wasn't sold. It was released as a pre-order bonus for the Wind Waker. So they they didn't technically re-release that. Um, And and I don't know. I don't count being available for purchase on a virtual console as re-release. So, yeah, I don't don't think that there's anything really that you can can say is being re-released or re-released. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I just from from that standpoint, like Ocarina of Time is the only one that really comes close, and Nintendo is clearly not intent on, you know, doing this whole re-release remake. Or well, okay, they're definitely on this remake train, which again we've pointed out, most of us are pretty on board for, and I think that 
you know, it works well, again, with the caveat of as long as it doesn't hinder the development of new Zelda games, which we've, again, already established a million one times, it doesn't. So, yeah. Right. I, I, I like the creativity in trying to compare it to Skyrim, but no, sorry, doesn't fly. And you know what? I think that uh, picking on just Bethesda is unfair because, man, I have bought Resident Evil 4 like 80 times. So True. You know what? There we go. They could re-release Ocarina of Time a million times, and I would probably still buy it over and over again. Hell, they could release any Zelda game, and I would probably buy it over and over again, except for... Well, no, I'm not even going to say that, because I'm probably going to buy Wind Waker HD soon. Um, Liam says, speaking of Capcom, Watch this live at work and audibly gasped. It's about time the Capcom games got some modern TLC. Ooh! Liam... You had it till the end. Yeah, Capcom games would be the Oracle games and Minish Cap. Yes. Not Link's, Not Link's Awakening. Awakening, but an easy mistake to make. So, uh, no no harm, no foul. I'm willing to forgive it on the premise that we get Oracle, the Oracle games remade and we get Minish Cap remade. Actually, so I think the Oracles would be a prime candidate for instead of a remake to have that uh, long rumored third game which has kind of become folklore at this Ooh. point but uh you know i just i think that'd be really cool so uh I capcom like you, you listening uh so john says i think he says this is uh this is kind of a interesting comment i mean i was hoping for breath of the wild for a breath of the wild take on it but i'm okay with this so basically i think he was I think what he was trying to get at here uh, is that he wanted Breath of the Wild art style or like a Breath of the Wild sequel. Uh, I, I don't know. His comment leaves something no. to be desired, to be honest. Well, okay. Maybe you're right. I What I took from this when I was pulling from, from the comment section was that he was hoping um, that they the would remake style? the game in a Breath of the Wild style. Yeah, like... Right. Like a full on. I think if you're gonna remake any this game, everything. Yeah, you gotta remake Zelda One if you're gonna do a, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild yeah. remake style game. I think. Um. So well, we got. If we got, you think about it, Breath of the Wild itself was was kind of like. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much actually. A remake of so, of Legend of Zelda. So we got two more that we're gonna burn through, and then we're gonna end off with uh, one final question here. So really quickly, I think that this comment sucks. Matt says, Nintendo, quotes, Okay, team, no one likes Link Awa- Link's Awakening, so it needs a modern remake with updated graphics and gameplay. Nintendo makes it worse. Get out of here, man. Like, I don't know. It's just negative stuff like that for no reason. Like, get out of here. Hey, how do you know that they've made it worse? How do you know that they haven't added in a ton of extra content? They've spent time developing a completely unique aesthetic for this game. You know, I, I think it's totally valid if you don't like the style. Um, I'm just saying that it you made it worse, though, just based on that alone. Like, come on. That'd be like me saying Wind Waker sucks just seeing the trailer for Wind Waker and not having actually ever played the game or seen anything more than what they showed at uh, Space Odyssey. And, and it's just like... You just can't do you it. Can, I, I think that you can absolutely watch this trailer and just like oh man i'm really disappointed in how it looks i think that's completely valid but like i don't know just saying that that you're making it worse 
Um, I, I think it sucks. Um, well, that's what so, I mean. It's like you can make a judgment call and say, hey, you know, this doesn't look like the game for me, but you can't say that the game is a horrible, horrible game without, you know, at least getting your hands on it for a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, so this this comment I love. This is my this is my favorite comment in the whole thing, and, and we don't even need to respond to this. We can just uh, kind of have this as our end cap here. Kenny on Facebook says, I'm usually the first to hate the chibi art styles, but I passed on Wind Waker back in the day because of it and really regretted it. Also, if any game should look like this, it should be the game that takes place completely in the silly dream of a flying fish god. Yep, that about that pretty much it says up. it all. Yeah. So, our good friends, Gooey and Mossies, uh, posted out a Hyrule Compendium over on ZeldaDungeon.net the other day. And they were asking the question, is this the game that we hoped for? So, I am going to just uh, basically steal their ideas, because that's what I do best. And ask you the same question. Is a remake of Link's Awakening the game that you were hoping for? And I guess we can define that in, let's put it in context and say, is that the game that you were hoping for from Zelda in 2019? It's not, it's not the remake I was expecting. And I quantify that by saying I didn't expect them to do it like this. I was expecting Link's Awakening. I just wasn't expecting it like this. But it is absolutely what I wanted. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes you don't know you want something until you see it. So, there there have been a lot of people in these comments that we've been reading that have been saying, this game didn't need a remake. It was unique enough and well done enough on the Game Boy that no remake was required. And I actually agree with that. I don't think that Link's Awakening really needed a modern retooling or reimagining. I really think that The Adventure of Link did. If they were going to remake a game from the ground up, I really think that they should have done Zelda 2 Adventure of Link because that game, I think, really needs it. That being said, you know, when you see something like this and you're just like, this is perfect, um, you know, it's it's one of those pleasant surprises that, it, you know, you don't, you don't know you want it until you see it. And the second, you know, I saw that anime intro and I was just like, oh, this looks cool. But when I just, when I saw that art style and sat on it for a little bit i was just like this is this is so perfect it's so it, you know it just conjured up images of nightmare before christmas in my in my head about how distinctive and awesome that movie looks like 25 years later so um i guess it wasn't what i hoped for but i'm definitely glad that we got it well i think it's safe to say that link's awakening remake is something Almost all of us here at ZeldaDungeon.net are looking forward to, and it's just going to be a wild ride. Why did they call this game Link's Reawakening? I, you know what? You can keep asking that question. You can keep <laughs> asking that question, every and they're single never going to justify it. Uh, maybe I'll ask Reggie now that he's retired. You know what? We ought to touch on that, actually. Do it. So, Reggie retired this week and doug bowser is taking over nintendo of america bowser has the keys to the castle um but just let let's 
let's just take a minute and honor Reggie. Just what an absolute titan of the industry, a class act. Every time that he was that he was on screen or talking to somebody, he just had such a, a presence about him, which I really respect. Such an as an honest, straightforward guy. He never felt like he was BSing you. He generally felt like he believed in the message and the products that Nintendo were putting out. And you know, it's it's sad to see him go because I don't think that we'll ever have someone like him again. Yeah, you're completely right. I mean, he he was so magnetic. Like he That's a great word. He knew. And yeah, he he knew what everybody wanted. He knew what people wanted to hear. And he he didn't do it in the in the way that there are a lot of other companies out there do and he was just he was just so down to earth, so genuine with everything that he said and everything that he did when it came to Nintendo. He gave them some so much needed personality. Yeah. I, I the if when you think of Nintendo of America, like he was the face. He was absolutely the face. I mean, you think of Nintendo at all, he's the face in in my eyes. You know, I I, I mean, I guess you have uh, Miyamoto-san, but you think of Reggie and, like, that's, you know, that's Nintendo to me. So it's going to be big shoes to fill. Yeah, I agree. Shout-outs to this, uh, to Doug Bowser, though, because that photo that was tweeted out of him or whatever where he's saying, <laughs> yeah. where he's holding up that sign, he's got Luigi and Mario tied up in the background. That was 10 yeah, out of 10 so quality I, I, memes right I there, I think Nintendo. that this guy gets it. So I'm excited for him. Uh, we obviously wish Reggie all the best, and we're excited for uh, for Bowser's reign to finally kick off. We hope that you were excited Nintendo. listening to this week's episode of the Champions Cast. Uh, definitely check us out over on, uh, on Podbean, on iTunes. We have had just an explosive past couple of weeks. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, the, the outpouring of support has been overwhelming. So uh, every week we just seem to keep getting bigger and bigger and we can't thank you guys enough. So uh, again, if you have a Zelda friend, tell them about this podcast. Tell them to come check out uh, what these two schmucks over at Zelda Dungeon think about Link's Awakening, about the status of Nintendo, and everything else in the gaming world. Uh, we promise we won't let you down that much. So uh, yeah, head on over. Give us a review. Give us a comment, like, subscription, all that good stuff. Uh, that is, again, over at Podbean and over in iTunes. Uh, if you head over to Twitter, you can check out Taylor. He is at gift underscore bluehawk. I, myself, am at Spateri316. We are out of time this week. But we're going to be back next week, next Monday. And we'll see you then. Stay safe, everybody.